0: welding instructor alex DeClaire knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills
1: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com
0: slash metaverse impact despite what their moms told them they just aren't talented enough for radio unfortunately anyone can have a show these days sean well i'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes
2: I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe, you're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This This is is
0: the Cuse Militia.
3: Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
0: It's the most thing I've seen in 30 years.
1: Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you for tuning in to Hangout with Us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Clemson post-game. The Orange fall to 3-4, 0-3 in the ACC. Yeah, we'll discuss the third three-point loss in a row. You'll hear from us, and we'll hear from you in fan feedback. A little frustrating. Everybody's feeling it. Um, we'll get into all of that. Uh, Malik Brown was reported. I first saw it, and I don't know who broke it, but Mike McAllister, class of 2022, uh, Culpepper, Virginia, uh, power forward. He's uh, 6'9", 210 pounds, and he committed to Syracuse over, what, yesterday or Today. Yesterday,
3: I believe it was yesterday.
1: Uh, over St. John's, TCU, Texas A&M, VCU, little uh, Virginia, NC State, Georgetown, Wake Forest. Um, so highly recruited yeah. guy.
3: Well, I think the Syracuse is in the top five with Penn State, NC State, Virginia Tech, and Georgetown. So, and all the other teams they offered, but that was his last five. So, and uh, he was friends with Justin Taylor. Um, The other crew that we got, they played AU together. He's got a seven foot wingspan, and and really, um, I think it's just a perfect. You know, people kind of question the Peter Carey thing too. You know, when we got him, but uh, Peter Carey and, and Malik Brown, I think, are, are perfect for for the zone and for defense and everything like that. And you know, you can develop offense and you know, become effective in that area. So again, I mean, it's a good pickup. He's been bouncing back and forth between a three and a four star, but I mean, number seven player in Virginia, I think it's a pretty big state and they usually have decent basketball players. So uh, I'll take that.
1: Yeah, it's a good pickup. And uh, like you were saying, Justin Taylor, um, Peter Carey's center, um, Quodier Copeland, those are the other three uh, that have committed so far for the 2022 class. And that's a nice class by the way.
3: Yeah. Looking good. Yeah. Just adding depth, you know?
1: Yeah. By the way, we missed, we missed it and it's our fall ACC Media Day for basketball happened um, the day, the last day we are on <laughs> yeah. Tuesday. So, anyways. Uh, Stuff,
3: couldn't really find too much on that. I mean, I, I heard some stories. still could
1: find it after, after the fact. Yeah, there's some stories. Hey, there's a, there's something called, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of it now, but it's a, it's basically a basketball series featuring Syracuse. The Syracuse basketball team. Oh, yeah. You can go through I forget what it's called, but it is on my timeline, our timeline on Twitter.
3: I believe and, it's on QS.com. dot com.
1: It's on QS.com. dot com. It's on we've posted the link. It does come from QS.com. dot com. I'm sure you can find it YouTube or whatever. Um storied is what it's called, by the way. Yes. Um so and yep. and it's in our it's in our timelines. It's pretty cool. It's about six and a half minutes long. Um a
3: good no, little, little mini series. Like yeah. Six yeah. of them or something, and I think they're every Tuesday. Four or six of them, something like that. Yeah. So, so they come out every Tuesday. Something I mean,
1: to a little hyped as, up.
3: Yeah, and as far as ACC Media Day, I mean, I saw a video with uh, Buddy Bayheim and Barama Sidibe. Those are who traveled for the team, represented the team there. And um, they were on a Packer and Durham show there getting interviewed. And uh, there was a, some story I heard about um, Buddy Bayheim. I guess dressed up as a reporter,
0: yeah,
3: and asked his father some questions, stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I don't know if it's if it's going to be available or if you know. I've been looking for. I think they had like one little clip with Coach talking about some NIL stuff, but um, I've been looking and waiting for the video for the full thing to come out. So I haven't been able to find it. So, well, if we do, we'll let you know.
1: Yeah, and by the way, basketball is right around the corner, but we got to talk about Clemson. Mm-hmm. And before we do, let's take a listen and see what Coach had to say right after the game.
2: You know, fourth and one. You call timeout. What's the discussion there? How how close were you to going for it? What were you thinking there? It's well, we're thinking about it. But the big thing is, you know, you're kicking. You're kicking to play in overtime. You know, and it's if you go fourth and one, I, I want to go. But if you go and you don't make it, it's crazy. What a game. You know, you don't want to end it on that. You want to play more. And I, once again, I felt like we had momentum based off of what was going on. Um, you know, if I knew what the outcome was, I might have done something else. But I never anticipated that.
3: I feel like that's, just, that's
2: just right. Oh, yeah.
0: What was different about, I think Schrader's stat line was something like seven, eight yards on the ground. What was different about today compared to the past few weeks in terms of him running? The guy,
2: the guy that's responsible for him was, was as athletic and as big as he is. That's the difference. I mean, he was able to make a tackle that the other guys weren't able to make.
1: Did you think at all that Clemson was going to run that fake punt
2: when they did? You saw my defense out there, right? Okay, normally on a punt, the punt return team comes out. But on that one, our punt return team did not come out. Our defense was out there with one guy back as the safety. Our punt return went out, but the rest of our defense was out there. So the answer to your question is yes. That's why I left my defense out there. How'd you think they played it then? Well you saw the outcome of the play. Okay, it's, but they couldn't if our defense couldn't stop it, our punt return team sure in the heck wouldn't have stopped it. These guys are playing their tails off guys. I mean you can talk about them, you can write about them, you can talk about me, you can write about me. But if you look at what's actually going on and who's playing in the games, I'm really proud of them. I mean, I don't like the outcome, and they don't like the outcomes, but I don't have a whole bunch of negative stuff about how they're playing the game.
4: How would you assess Garrett Trader's uh, passing game today, and how would you assess it so far as it's developed throughout this season?
2: You know, I, would, uh, I haven't looked at the tape. I think he was somewhere around 50. I know there was two or three drops out there and stuff that touch people's hands but we all, we all understand what he gives us and we all understand what he doesn't give us You know, he gives us the ability to make plays with his legs, we give him, he, gives, he makes offensive linemen better because when guys come back they're scot-free he doesn't automatically go down he finds a way to escape, he extends plays, he makes the wide receivers better because those extended plays gives them an opportunity to do a double move or an escape move and make a bigger play and it forces the defense to play him a certain way, which helps everybody else on the field.
0: We're right there. I mean, we're a couple of plays away. That's, I mean, I feel like we need to score more points offensively, but we're, I mean, we're right there. Even, even today with as bad as I feel like we play on offense and we'll go back and watch the film, but we look up in the fourth quarter, we have the ball with a chance to win. And um, a lot of that goes to credit the defense for, you know, stopping guys and not let them score points, but I, we, we need to be better.
4: How would you assess your development
0: in the passing game with this system now? I mean, obviously.
4: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International
0: are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
0: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Dot edu slash podcast is inconsistent and a lot of that is just being on different there's a lot of factors that go into it being on different pages and you know play calling depending on the play calling sometimes we're trying to get, aim for shots and you know if it's not there we just throw it out of balance but I mean I just feel like we're getting better there's there's obviously there's glimpses of what we can do now we just got to be Consistently good, and not occasionally great. And it's like, like, the touchdown pass we had today, that's good. And all. <clears throat> but um, we got to we got to do that more consistently and move the ball down the field. Be able to drop back pass, especially when they're stacking a box to stop um, tucking the running backs.
1: All right, the coach montage is brought to us by the Spotify Green Room app. Go to your iOS or Android stores today today. Download the app. It's free. All you need is an email address, password, and a username, and you can sign up. All kinds of topics you can follow in there. You can follow us at Cuse Militia on that. You sign up for notifications. You'll know when we go live for fan feedback, and you can either sit in the green room there and listen live, or you can chat amongst yourselves, or you can request to speak. We request to speak, and we, we allow you on. You unmute yourself and you start talking. And it's as simple as that. You don't have to just follow us. You can follow a number of different topics a number of different people. And you yourself, you can do something. You can do your own thing. And you can even get the thing recorded and emailed to you. So you could actually essentially do your own podcast without with zero equipment. It's all you need is the Spotify Greenroom app. Go there. Today, iOS or Android stores. Download it. It's free. Username, password, and the email address will get you set up. All right, Joe. First was the uh, at the top of the list here. Fourth and one, okay. Almost the opposite of going for, for going for two in the, in the Wake Forest game, right? Um, wanted to play more going into overtime, okay. Schmidt, by the way, he, he we all saw that by now. Laces were in and uh that could have dan obviously played a, a played a part in that. Uh he missed a he missed a 47-yarder against Wake. He's 7-11 for the year. Uh he's 1 for 4 from 40 plus. That one that he did make from 40 plus was 48. This field goal was 48. Mm. Um the dude breaks the record for the most points earlier in the game on an extra point and um for, for most points for Syracuse football history. So uh, you know, I can't, I, I can't for one, lay this at coach's feet for a bad decision, and I can't put this on Andre Schmidt totally either. Obviously, it was a, just a, not a good situation trying to kick that ball like that. I mean, if anything, you've got to blame the placeholder uh, for not spinning that thing. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, I haven't heard anybody blame the placeholder at
3: all. To me, and yeah, I guess to me it comes down to it's so easy to call out these last like end of the game, you know, calls or situations because everything, like I said, is hindsight. If we go for it and we get stopped, then everyone the day after is crushing him for not kicking a field goal. And we got Andre Schmidt and everything like that. To catch 22. Yeah. And even if if we do get the first down, I mean, we were on, what, the 30-yard line? 43 seconds, one timeout. I mean, the way that we were throwing and everything like that, I mean, there's nothing there that tells you that you're going to go score a touchdown and win. So, I mean, really, all you're doing it for fourth and one is really just playing to get a closer field goal.
1: And you burned and both it, of those timeouts in, like, 30 seconds. There was two timeouts left.
3: So, well, there was only, what, one after that, right? Because they burned this.
1: Well, there was a – there was a um pretty
3: sure that we had one timeout left. It was second and 10, pass,
1: and complete to, pass complete to Courtney Jackson for eight yards, timeout, 54 seconds left. And then third and two, Tucker runs for a yard, timeout, 43 seconds left. So they burned two back-to-back right. Back right there.
3: Right. So to me, it's like you look at it, even if he goes for it, then you're still playing for, you know, a, a field goal. And then who knows if there's a bad play that happens after that, right? Maybe tackles for loss or something. You know, there's... Anything can happen, but I'll tell you, just because they go for it on fourth and when and they get a first down doesn't mean that Andre Schmidt is going to make his next attempt, right? Maybe it's a little bit closer, but, again, it's not guaranteed. So um, he was put in a position where, you know, you kind of just you, – you had to play for the tie there um, because, again, he gets probably killed even more if he doesn't go for that for that field goal, you know? So I'm, I'm along the lines of that we shouldn't have been there in the first place. And we'll, we'll get to that later, but um, – yeah, I'm in a situation where these late game situations it shouldn't even have to come to that if if certain things didn't happen earlier in the game. So,
1: yeah, well, it goes back. We'll we'll hit all that stuff up probably yep. either now or in fan feedback, but it goes back to exactly what we were saying before, coming into this game last Tuesday. Uh, Garrett Schrader was pretty much all but stopped. I mean, all but uh, you know six yards on seven attempts and. Relied heavy, twenty two rushes for Sean Tucker, and he did a great job, hundred and fifty seven yards, obviously, doing his thing. Um, but they took away that dimension and they relied a little bit more on the run or the pass. Uh, which, I mean, you could make an argument there as a fan or as just a, you know, anything to um to say, you know, we'll just keep feeding Tucker or keep trying it trying it with Trader. But we were worried about them stopping Trader, right? And this is a good defense. And I think that they did. Pretty good. And by they I mean the offense. Of kind of adjusting to that and, and being like, Look, it's probably not gonna work. Okay. Don't need the dude mm-hmm. getting don't need the dude getting injured. Um you're not having success. You don't want to be taking big hits. You turned uh you heard coach talk about the dude that was on him. Who was it, Joe? Do you remember? I do not remember. But it was Skalski? Was it? Okay. Um I
3: mean they had they have the person that would do it but yeah
1: absolutely well the point is my point is is that you heard coach say the, the the dude is just as big if not bigger than him that was that was taking care of Schrader and you don't want right. to put yourself in a position where this dude's going to get hurt right so um
3: yeah I mean I still would have liked to have seen a situation where um he would have taken more opportunities you know I think that there were some shots there there were some times where he gave it where he could have kept it but uh, at the end of the day it was pretty obvious that Clemson came in saying we're not gonna let Garrett Schrader beat us and they took one element of the run away. Um, and even after that, I mean Tucker did what he did in the first half and then they had to make another adjustment to take the off the runnings the running backs, you know, the running game completely away. So um, that's that's really what it was. You know, I was amazed that Tucker actually had the stat line that he did.
1: I know, and when I looked at it afterwards, I was shocked. But he had two long ones; he busted two long ones, um, and he what did he average? Yeah. He Average something crazy? Um, seven? Yeah, seven seven point
3: one.
1: I think it was more than that, but it's not on. Why the hell isn't it on here? Anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on. Uh, the fake punt. Look, man, that hurt. That hurt again, right at the end of the of the first half. Getting, letting uh, seven points go through uh, eventually what was to be seven points. And um, I think they had like four first downs on that on that drive too, which was just um, a, another momentum killer. It was just like Wake Forest. I felt the same way after that as I did against Wake Forest when, when they scored right before the half. It was just a momentum killer. Unfortunate. And then you heard Coach say they had a feeling it was coming. They left the defense out there. Couldn't stop it. It was a great pass. It was a great pass.
3: No, oh, yeah, for a, for a punter, absolutely. Yeah. You know, obviously, you got to have.
1: He had a pump fake and everything. In there.
3: Enough, if they have to practice that enough to give that guy. Because I'm telling you right now, that's one of those things is that if they don't have full trust in the punter. That's like, hey, if it's not wide open, you throw that out of bounds, right? Like oh, yeah. You try to get rid of it or something like that, right? So, and he threw it in there, and it was unfortunate because, you know, I think that Garrett got beat and he was trying to catch up, and. Then um, he ran past him, (laughs) and the guy kind of did a little back shoulder. And unfortunately, it hurt Garrett Williams. He was out for the rest of the game, I believe. So um, that overall was obviously an unfortunate um, thing. And the biggest thing for me was, too, was that – they scored and then they were getting the ball at half.
1: So. Right, right. That's right. And they got the ball to start the second. Um, so, Coach on Schrader, obviously, we all know this and, and he, he elaborates a little bit. We know what we got with him right now and we know that he is able to extend these plays. He's given the wide receivers a chance. But look, some low balls, okay? A lot of them, a couple of them were in the dirt, at least a handful. But there was also a handful of drops, man. They, these receivers, they gotta, they gotta help more, man. They, they've gotta, yeah. gotta do well, better. Did
3: you watch the whole? You watched the whole Garrett Schrader, yes, and all the players, the whole interview, yeah. Um, I mean, there was a lot of stuff there. I mean, you can tell that Garrett Schrader is kind of a straight shoot from the hip kind of guy because you could tell that there were, and you could see it on the on. On the field too, he was frustrated. He was frustrated at himself when he threw a bad pass. Mm-hmm. He was frustr- he was frustrated at um, you know the coordinators or the coordinator when you know they call the play that he didn't really like or maybe only gave him one, one or two options and then the other option is throw it out of bounds, right? And then he was frustrated with the drops and with um, you know being off, you know, not being on the same page with the receivers because he did mention that some of the receivers ran some wrong routes. So, um, he has all that and and he still you know pretty much took the blame for it and. On top of that too. Like he said short he had a short week. He got banged up. He got there's a lot of hits he took. I mean 29 carries last game, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. So I mean
3: he got hit a lot. And then when he was doing his interview, he I mean kept, he, he, could, he he was coughing. Yes. He sounded sick. Like yeah. so I started thinking like maybe this guy wasn't really 100% overall to even be able to make some of those runs and everything like that, you know, so I don't know if that was a self-preservation type of situation or if that's just you know, what Clemson completely did on their own, Um, but just something felt a little off and and, you know, he still came back and and, you know, people want to talk about the passing, I mean, yeah, you know, Pena he threw that long bomb, so but I mean, Schrader had a better QB he had a better QBR than uh, the other quarterback. Ungolole Yeah, it's just that interception, man
1: yeah, it was the one interception inside the red zone, which, dude, I mean, you, it's one or the other. And you and I, did you and I talk about this? I haven't even talked to you, have I?
0: Oh, I talked <laughs> to you talked at,
1: half-time. at halftime. We talked at halftime.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so uh-huh. it's, it's, I thought so. I was like, damn, am I going crazy? It, so it's one or the other. You can point to that. You can point to the fake punt. Or that drive in general, the fake punt obviously was a killer. But the right. also the 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 interception and, and in my mind to I don't erase the interception, but Syracuse did go down like ninety four yards that very next drive and tie the ball game. And so it kind of helped it helps heal that wound a little bit. If Syracuse goes a little three bit. if Syracuse goes three and out on that next possession, that's brutal. But-
3: Right. But that's I mean, you're you're in the red zone to turn. Oh, no, I know. Like that. And, and it oh, also I know. it'd be the only turnover. So to be able right. to say, oh, you know, you just take three points off the board and it's OK because they came back and scored a touchdown. Like that should be 10 points, not seven points, right? right. Or 14 points, and not seven points. So really that one turnover. And, and let's not forget, we had eight penalties for 77 yards. Uh, Garrett Schrader, he had a face offensive face mask that I think stopped the drive. First play of the um,
1: game. Our first drive of the game. Excuse me.
3: Right, and then uh you know, we had the the what rough knocking the player back you know late out of bounds, you know, stuff like that uh the refs were letting the receivers in the corners you know pretty much battle, so um you know there's probably some missed calls there, but they were consistent, i think on both ends as far as that's concerned, but I mean, eight penalties for seventy seven yards and the only turnover in the game, plus we give up that fake punt,
1: couple uh, crucial I mean, false starts It's all
3: those right it's all yeah it's it's all those little things that add up to. In my mind, like I said, you you should probably have more points on the board. Into what Garrett said, like it's a situation to where they, if you know, where they fine tune their skills and they stop just making all these mistakes and all these little things, then um, you know they should they should have the lead. You know, the coach shouldn't be in a position to even have to make that call. You know, at the end of the game, let alone three games in a row.
1: Yeah, and you're right, but the silver lining is is we're not getting our asses kicked. Okay, and this is to Schrader's point. Um, I put him in here for this, which I try not to put the players in, but he you know, he, he says we're right there. They are. Mm-hmm. They're right there. And it's all those things you just talked about. The face mask on the opening drive. Canton coup late hit. Um, the, Sh- the Schrader red zone interception. It's brutal. Um, crucial false starts. Bad times in the game. I don't remember who mm-hmm. they were, but I remember them being called. The drops. I mean... There was one mm-hmm. Courtney, Courtney Jackson drop. I'm not trying to call him out, but there was one that was like, "Oh my gosh, man, you got to catch that ball." And that's a that's a problem. They've got to they've got to get better. Uh, these guys need to clean. And no one's no one's um, perfect, obviously, but you know Schrader's got to no. clean up his passing, and these guys got to clean up their catching. I mean, plain and simple. You take that you take just that away alone. And we win this game. And I know it's ifs and buts or candy and nuts. We all have a Merry Christmas. It is what it is. And these are the problems. But these, all these problems are fixable. They're, they're sustaining drives. This is a great defense. It's a great defense. They sustained these yep. drives. They scored points. They did a really good job. You take away Garrett Trader running, and Sean Tucker goes still for 157. I mean... Mm-hmm. That's freaking good. Yeah. and you know you take yeah. away the sixty two yard throw, you still you still got a hundred and twenty nine yards passing sixteen for thirty six. It's not great. It's not great. but like I said, between the drops and the ones in the dirt, you know who knows so anyways
3: well, yeah and and that's that's really where you're looking you you also I mean, and again, if people want to look back to coaching and all this other stuff, uh, I mean, part of it is the fact that maybe, and maybe Garrett, he was he was growing and everything, but you know, they just decided this what like Liberty game that Garrett was going to be the starter, and we were going to kind of change the trajectory of what our offense was going to be, like than yeah. what's been the last two four, two years with Tommy.
1: Yeah, four. So games. to do
3: that, you know, to do that, and maybe that's one of the reasons why it was such a difficult decision. You know, maybe they were waiting and giving Tommy the opportunity to just go and take it because they didn't wanna to have to make that change and they might have knew that someone like a Taj Harris would, would go transfer and that they didn't wanna maybe change the way that they ran their offense. But when you look at what you had, um maybe you should have made that decision earlier. I mean, usually you don't wait till the fourth quarter sorry, the fourth game of the season before you decide who your quarterback is and now this guy's gotta, you know, figure it out and now our whole offense is kind of changing it its philosophy a little bit, and now he's got to get good with the receivers. Oh, and then your best receiver transferred, so right. um, it could just be all of that. But still, like you said, we're moving the ball. We had more more yards than Clemson. I mean, we've yeah, been again.
1: Out. We had more yards than Wake Forest too,
3: right? So it's a situation where when you look at the box score minus that, I mean, you look at take away the penalties and the turnovers, you look at that box score and you're like, damn, Syracuse might have beat Clemson.
1: And but, by the way, he was only sacked twice by this defense. That's pretty damn good,. Uh-huh. so
3: well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, still this defense, their defense um is more was more worried about the run. You know, sometimes when you go too aggressively, then you overrun your your gaps and your responsibilities, and that even opens up more holes for the running game. So I think that this this team more or less played it patient and and didn't want to kind of put themselves in a position where it's a Schrader or a Tucker could make a miss, you know, and they just kind of kept their, their gap integrity and they did what they were supposed to do on uh, just let Garrett throw. You know, I don't think necessarily they were, I mean, yeah, you try to sack them, but I don't really think they were necessarily, you know, like trying to sack them. Right. If, if, uh, if that makes sense. Right.
1: Right. Where they weren't, they weren't loading the box up and blitzing the dude because you know, he's a pocket passer and they need to stop him. <laughs> but right. Uh, so uh, Schrader admit admitted that you know he's inconsistent with passing. He admitted it. And by the way, that I don't. They probably said something during the broadcast, but I don't know if I've seen it mentioned. That shot he took a giant shot on that um, Pena touchdown pass. He took. A, he stood in there like a boss and threw that ball, and he knew he was going to get popped, and he did he got popped. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that's a quality in a quarterback that you have to have. And you know, not all quarterbacks are doing that. Some quarterbacks they're ducking for that when it's coming at him. You know, I mean, cuz Oh yeah. You know, he got walloped. <laughs> he got walloped. And by the way, yeah, I mean, it just shows what they can do, what he can do. So, he says he he takes all the blame, which is what he's supposed to do, right? So, that's you don't mm-hmm. get you don't get credit for things you're supposed to do. Uh, but You know, he takes credit. He says he's inconsistent. But I think we see, like, to his point, I think his exact words were glimpses of what this offense can be like. And it's all a matter of just putting it together, guys. I'm not trying to make excuses either. I know I sound like I'm like a Syracuse offense apologist, but um, I just believe it to be true. And if I didn't believe it to be true, I'd tell you, too. So
3: Yeah. And just to to throw in perspective too, I mean, you're talking about Clemson. Even though you know you might want to, you can look at the rankings. I was on Facebook and I said something. Somebody said the Syracuse is a top five defense, and that we got to win and score this. And I'm just like, you know, Syracuse. I mean, they're a good defense. Don't get me wrong. You can't just look at rankings because rankings can be, you know, from yards per game to points per game to kind of metricing it up and trying to figure it out. But who you um, played,
1: all that, how many games?
3: Right, but. But Syracuse's defense isn't as good as Clemson's. And I know that people are, you know, we should have won. And, you know, if you look down Clemson's schedule, I mean, we pretty much to Georgia scored 10 points against them. South Carolina State scored three points. Georgia Tech scored eight points. Boston College scored 13 points. Uh, and NC State went into overtime. Uh, 14-14, although they did end up beating them 27-21. So when you look at it, I mean, for the for the season, we are tied with North Carolina State for scoring the most points in regulation against Clemson. Um, and that, that tells you something, especially after you see all the penalties and you know as a Syracuse fan that you should have had more points. Uh, Syracuse, their defenses have been don't break. We probably could have held Clemson to less, uh, but we kind of bailed them out with some bad calls.
0: Uh, Personal foul. bad
3: Sorry, not bad calls.
1: Bad penalties.
3: Bad bad penalties from our players. And, um, you you know, when you look at it, we traditionally, we turn teams over more. I mean, I think what do we have? Four fumble recoveries or three fumble recoveries and three interceptions. And, I mean, what, seven games? We have six turnovers. So, realistically, to me, that's the only thing we're missing um, to to making this this defense go from a, a good defense to a great defense. Because, I mean, we're right there.
1: Yeah, up to his right. And no
3: matter and then and, and right, and regardless of what our offense is doing and the mistakes we're making, we're still putting up points. We're we're out you know, putting up more yards than teams. Uh first downs and possession and time of possession are close. And then last couple of years they haven't been. So um it's it's to me it can only go up.
1: All right, it's time to hear from you.
2: from you, the Loud Mouths from the Loud
1: House. Uh, You guys know what to do. At the end of every game, I ask for your thoughts on said game. You go ahead, you leave them. We talk about them here, and um, try to be creative for us, would you? But first, before we get into fan feedback, fan feedback is brought to you by, while I'm trying to maneuver And feedback as we speak, my bad, Uh, is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room app. And as I told you before, go to your iOS or Android store now, download the app. Um, All you need is a username, a password, and an email address, and you can follow us on there. You can sign up for notifications. When we go live, you will know, and you can either sit in the green room and listen live and be you know, attentive or you can talk amongst yourselves in the green room or you can request to speak, get on the show live it's a great way for you to interact with us and you don't have to just listen to us you can do your own thing, record it put it out as your own podcast or you can follow someone else and there is a range of topics, I mean I mean, just from everything everything, um, you can do whatever you want on there, there's no limits, it doesn't have to be sports, it can be whatever you want, so go to the iOS or Android stores today download the app free all right joe let's start hold on let's see here all right let's start with um all right i am going to have to bring this closer to me i think i'm i think i'm i'm having a hard time seeing lately joe that's not good Uh uh-oh that's not good dude um phone's still cracked by the way so there's that
3: oh that's that's why you're messing up your eyesight, and that's what you're doing. I think you can't you're right. see because your phone's cracked, and I think that is s- your I'm, eyesight up. I'm straining. Will you too get hard? that fixed? Uh,
1: I so I um I'm either too lazy or I'm not sure how. It's one or the other. I'm not sure which. Sometimes you know I've, mm. I, I every time I've broken a phone screen, I've just dealt with it, and I, you know I'll wait. you know six months, I get an upgrade. So who knows? But this is bad. This is
3: really bad. No, I'm pretty sure they got they got stores. They got like fix-it stores. And yeah, stuff but I like pay for, that, for insurance.
1: And... Uh, what is it Square D insurance or whatever the hell it's called? I pay for that. Uh, I don't know. Well, you, don't well, know. Well, you don't know. You don't know. You still have an iPhone too, uh, which you've done a great job keeping that thing not <coughs> cracked. Congratulations. I, I, also. <laughs> what?
3: Also, it's also not two.
1: Also, no. Yeah, it's I mean, an I've iPhone two. Also. also. Two. All right. At no, Keen, shut up, y'all! I'm starting this thing. At <laughs> Keen, look, Bill Keen, Bill Keen on Twitter. All right, passing game absent. The, again. The, the 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 pass to Pena was great. Other than that, zero, big zero through the air. Schrader was a hundred yards. Was under 100 yards passing until that play. Can't blame Dino here. Players have to make plays. Interception. The first half was deadly. Have to consider Devito, much better passer. So this was the only comment of its kind that I saw. So I thought it was a good one. Um, look, mm. the like I mentioned, I think we end up with 129 yards minus that Pena pass, right? And which was great, but. Um, With that said, it's frustrating. It's frustrating for everybody, I think, to watch the passing game be what it is. I don't know, Joe, and we can only speculate, obviously, what Tommy would add coming into this game or being subbed halfway through or whatever the case may be. Now, I mentioned it in the last show, in the Clemson preview show, because I thought I had a bad feeling about Garrett struggling with this defense. Uh, with the Clemson defense in the in the passing game, so I did bring it up as just a topic of conversation. But like you said, you know this is unless he gets barring injury, uh, he's probably going to play this game. Unless it was really really ugly, but I don't think it was that ugly. You know, like I said, it's, well, it's, it's kind of it's kind of on him and the receivers. They're just not. Some of the throws were bad, but they're not totally working together either.
3: They're missing. Well, somewhere. I mean. Right, and since, yeah, and he, and he, Schrader, he said that in his in his interview, that there was multiple things that were going on out there that is why the passing game isn't really looking like that. But, you know, sometimes, as long as the other team's looking ugly too, then these players are just going to, you know, they're going to stay in. Uh, you know, if, if it's a situation where your offense is ugly and you need to continue to score points, then that's one thing. But um, at this point, and you heard the – people talk about it to the announcers on the game talk about it they brought it up right before schrader threw that touchdown to, to pena and kind of was like oh well never mind you know and uh you know maybe that <laughs> was one of those things where because that was an element of surprises type thing maybe yeah. we got to take more shots down the floor or down the down the um <clears throat> the field right uh, we didn't do that so maybe it was just one of those things where the safety got so lulled into sleep and i know that they had a call where they were blitzing um in some some defensive backs were rolling over to to help the outside receiver. But nonetheless, um, really right now at this point, Tommy DeVito, um, he's going to – he adds uh, a good teammate with some leadership in obviously the situation where, you know, he knows most of the players on on the field. Um, but he also he, – all he really adds to this point, and I'm not trying to, to downgrade, but it's it's an element of surprise would be all that is. Right. Is if you could play against – and Clemson's got the personnel where – you can't just bring him in and the defense is going to be like, Oh, what are we going to do now? It's just not going to happen. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where if he would have came in, then they would have pinned their ears back and they would have blitzed him, and they would have put him in, you know, um, into some tough situations because he doesn't really handle that as well as Garrett, um, on those pass plays and in the pocket and everything like that. So, um, yeah, he's got a better ball and everything like that, but I still, you know, you're losing these games close, and I don't really honestly think that um, that uh, Tommy being in there would make a difference.
1: I, d- I tend to agree with you on that. Um, can't blame Dino here. He says players have to make plays. Yeah, I mean, this obviously – I didn't think, you know, every, when the Fire Babers chants start, guys, ladies and gentlemen, they just don't stop. And that is, is what it is, right? I mean, so we're – you know, you're, we're going to deal with that. Like, if anything, the timeouts were boggling to me. If you're thinking about tying the game, I understand you want to think about it. But I don't know. Burning but they weren't taking two-
3: shots downfield. You're down three. You're not going to take that chance downfield after right. you already scored that touch. So that was desperation as to what Mike Gold Jr. said. That was a YOLO ball. Yeah. And he threw yeah. it up there. And yeah, <laughs> granted, he was open, but um, that it worked. And Pena's third in- catch
1: of the season, by
3: the way. Right. And the way that that was, I'm sorry, like, no matter what, when you look at it, if I tell you, okay, you're down 10 against Clemson, it's 17 to 7. You've only scored seven points the whole game. You got seven minutes left in the game, and you're going to have a chance to kick a 48 yard field goal to go into overtime. Syracuse fans would take that every day, every day of the week. Yeah. I so, agree. I mean, I, I don't know. At- it's tough. It's like, go ahead.
1: Sorry, we we re- we've only gotten through the first comment, show. At at K special teams have cursed this team all season. They've cost them two, if not three, winnable games. I know the fans hate Babers, but players need to execute as well. Yes, but w- yes, okay. That you could. There was a couple. Was it one or two missed extra points by Schmidt so far this year? I think one. But you have to. Yeah. You have to imagine. Schmidt sees those laces and is like, shit. Well, here goes nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so like we said in the preview, you know, it does come down to execution. This team needs to execute. Schrader said that they need to execute better. And uh, that's what it's going to take to send this team into the next level. I mean, um, everything else is there. I think the pieces are in place. I, I just, there's some questionable thing. You can always question coaching decisions. In almost every game that you watch, there's going to be something you could be like, "Oh, well, that was dumb." In hindsight, every time, right? And like you mm-hmm. and like you said, if if Syracuse goes for that in a fourth one, you give it to Tucker and he doesn't make it, the fans are uh, they're apoplectic. Why didn't we just yeah. kick the field goal? We got we got Schmidt back there. You know, he's already hit a forty-eight yarder this year,
3: right? No and then they send the they say the exact opposite, right? When they can't get any misses, and it's like, what are you doing? We got Sean Tucker, the best running back in the NCAA, back there. What do we do? Like, yeah.
1: yeah. By the again, way, that's
3: that's all in hindsight. You got to fix the stuff before that, so you're not in that position.
1: Right. Which you know, by the end of this year, Sean Tucker, it is quite possible he is the best running back in the country. It is quite possible. No, that's a
3: possibility. He's the best because running back in the ACC. Some good defense. Yeah we put against some good defenses and, and that's another thing that I wanted to bring up. Obviously, you know, Florida state, they have Florida state has, has good personnel. And obviously we know what happened at the end of that game as to why we didn't win that game. Um, but when you look at wake forest and when you look at Clemson, I mean, you might be looking at two of the top three, I mean, two of the top three teams in the ACC possibly, you know, throw in, you know, NC state Pittsburgh's pretty good too, but we don't know. Um, those are to me some the four best teams in the ACC and two of our last two losses by three points one in overtime to me are is probably going to be the team that goes to the ACC championship.
1: Yeah, and our schedule is brutal by the way. I mean, and we'll we'll talk about it on Tuesday um, uh, what's left and what's coming up, but we've had a, no. we have did not get dealt the best hand. Either as far as the, <laughs> as far as the schedule goes, which is whatever, right? But at G Moser twenty three, another week of questionable coaching decisions can't fault the run game or the defense. Passing game and special teams have been bad, and that may be too complimentary. Yes, it's been every game something special teams to point at, whether it be an awful punt or a, a, a kick that shouldn't have been missed, and obviously all of those things. You know, the return game with Pena has been actually pretty good, you know. You right. you worry about a, a a younger guy back there fielding those punts and stuff. I mean, that's an intimidating role to play. So I don't worry
3: about him. I Not don't at this point. I don't either, right? Because he's shown at least even against Clemson, there's a couple times where some people would have fair caught it. Uh, he's just got that type of temperament. It takes a type a special type of person. It's like a to, hunter renfro uh,
1: mentality, a, by the way. To
3: be a to be a punter, to be a, a punter, punter returner, returner. Yeah, it takes a, a <laughs> special type of person. For him to be able to do that, for him to, I mean, realistically, that YOLO ball that got thrown up and he caught it, I mean, sometimes those guys, he could have got blasted by that safety, but he caught it, did a nice little spin move. Yeah, it was excellent. I mean, and and, so, and and
1: we're looking for someone to step up, Joe. Is it Pena?
3: I mean, I think that he has at least earned a shot to be able to get out there, right? I mean, at this point, like I said, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Like I don't care who you are. I even saw Amari Hatcher out there, a, a, a true freshman. Like I said, I don't care who it is. Like if I'm a receiver coach, I'm going in there and I hey, I'm playing the best guy. Now, albeit you got to be able to, to block, you got to be able to run block. But like, who's going to step up? Who's going to make a play? Who is going to make plays instead of just catching five yard? You know, and I think Courtney Jackson. I think we've seen some some good stuff out of him but i think that it could be better um and i think that it will get better but who knows maybe this is the beginning of of maybe a little you know shot with pena where we can make some plays zach are you there
1: zach was in the green room is he there you have to unmute
3: yeah he tried okay. getting in last week yeah he was oh, listening. Was- can you hear me
4: now
1: yeah. Yep. What's up, Zach? Yeah, Listen,
4: up, Zach. Up,
1: boys? How you doing?
4: Great, How you doing, buddy.
1: Great, great dude. Hi, uh, hi. Look, Zach, a longtime listener uh, from Facebook. Uh, always <laughs> Zach from Facebook. This is Zach from Facebook. So, yeah. uh, uh, you're it's your boy Zach. That's right, our boy yeah. Zach.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, man? All right. So let me start off with a quick story. My first time ever listening to you guys. Was when you, I think, when you first started doing your football reviews, and you actually said uh, you didn't see us winning more than four games a year, and I was like, "Oh, these guys don't know what they're talking about." And then everything you said came true, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna start listening to them."
1: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That was that was a, a show
4: that we beat Clemson, and uh, ever since then, man, I've been. I you, listen at my job. All I do is listen to podcasts all day. I know two guys that when they have a good chemistry. I know it and you guys have a great chemistry and that's why I love listening every day. Well every morning when I go to work, I get my cup of coffee and I'm ready for an episode.
1: That's awesome, dude. We appreciate yeah. it. And you always got something Yes, sir. You always got something, you know eloquent to say. For
4: well I mean, when, yeah, when I'm some, saying something to you guys, I'm trying to I'm I don't care so much if you read what I say, but I'm trying to create conversation Exactly. So you guys have something to go with, you know.
1: And that's what it that's what the fan feedback started as. And that's what it's all about: is to create conversation for for um, you guys to listen and, and me and Joe to have a little fun with. So, um, what do you? What did you think? What did? What were your so takeaways uh, from the game? Um, I so, kind of know where so you stand uh, with everything, but go
4: ahead. So, me and my buddy went to the game. Um, we had a blast. Uh, of course, you know I'm an emotional wreck because I'm a diehard. So, watching the game was very, very stressful. Um, I didn't see. I didn't listen earlier, but. Uh, I didn't watch I mean, Watching on TV and seeing in person is a lot different. Um, oh, yeah. So I didn't notice more things that people do notice on TV. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest takeaway was our wide receivers. They got a catch, man. I mean, they were dropping really crucial balls. Um, I know some of the throws weren't right on the money, but a lot of them were catchable, man. Uh, that Devon Cooper one, man, I really thought he could have got that one down and took that home, even though we still got the touchdown that drive. But, uh, you know, my biggest takeaway, too, from it was at the end of the game, the freaking people uh, screaming the Fire Dino chant was just I, – I get it. They're drunk and they're just emotional. But, I mean, we're so close. This yeah. team is so close.
1: They are. Did, did you happen to listen to Garrett Schrader's, uh post-game press conference with Sean Tucker and no. Mikel Jones? I no, mean, I
4: want to, though. Well, we He's talked very- –
1: well, we talked about it in the beginning of the show, and I mean, it's. Um, he says his exact words are, "You know, we're right there," and I think a lot of us see it. And and I'm I'm a diehard. Joe's a diehard. I mean, we're orange blooded homers. Okay, so I, I I am a little biased. Okay, I don't I don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like to give yeah. these guys a chance, but I think it's true. I think the way that this team has it has been evolving. The Clemson's got a good defense. I think that, um, oh,
4: and if they got NFL level defense, or I yeah. don't know, I mean, I didn't so we, us, we
1: missed the chance that didn't come across the TV, thankfully. I, I know. Yeah. The,
4: the thing for well, no, it was it was after the game is when we were all walking out. Oh, I got gotcha. you, the know, roads and stuff, but they're you know, they're drunk, but uh, um, I mean, we had Dabble going in the trick playbook, and, and they they were ready for it. They just it was a good throw. I mean, man. Yeah, maybe they should put the punter as the quarterback. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, a pump fake uh, and everything with the hips. I mean, he he really uh, he really laid that pump fake out on everybody. So uh, uh, it's yeah. really good. It's really good. Um, no, th-
3: the problem is, is there's two types of fans, right? There's the fans that they just want to win. They don't care. They they just want to see the <laughs> W. And then there's the fans that can see the difference between losses from last year and losing by 40 to losing by three against a team yeah, that's you. you know and i think that that's really you know some people they don't want to hear it i don't care i just want to win they had that dungeon year we went 10 and 3 well that's all i expect now and they can't look past what again and i think schrader said it in his press conference you know you don't want to look at a silver lining and you don't want to there's no moral victories but uh, it's hard for me to not look at it and see the difference. This is a cool. different offense, a different team, and uh, I mean we're right like what Garrett said. But we're right there compared to what the last two years. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't mean, watch another I, year
4: of but the last two years. Couldn't. I think. Go ahead. Jack. I think a lot of people forget that the late eighties and all the way through the nineties. Are you there?
1: Yep, we're can here. Oh, hold on. We can hear you. Can you Hearing? hear us? Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah, we can I'm hear here. you, bud. Go ahead. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, when they they don't remember that that run from the late '80s to the through the '90s, the Coach P era, to when we hired he who shall not be named, we <sighs> McPherson. He struggled for six years before we got the ball rolling, and that's kind of what Dino's got going right now too. He's, you know, he, he's building the roster up. To what he needs. Unfortunately, I ho- I wish more people would stay instead of going in the portal. But you're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel, you know. And oh, some of his decisions, yeah, I haven't been happy with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's got a point in that the players got to play. They got to they got to make the play. He can only call it, you know.
1: Yeah, and and I think um, you know, we we are going to see. You know, there's we'll talk on Tuesday about what's coming up and um. I'm going to tell you, I mean, I think scrapping three more wins out of these last games is going to be difficult. you think they make a bowl game, Zach?
4: Oh, man. I mean, they could do it, but the thing is, every game from here on out to a toss-up. Pitt looks good, man. Yeah, Pitt looks they looks good. Yeah. EC's, I, I think you guys are really correct that it's not so much that the ACC is bad is that every team is on par with each other. Every game's a toss-up.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of equal – that's a lot of – teams are pretty equalized with Clemson kind of you know if any team's down it's Clemson yeah. right and they're still you know going to contend for They're four and two for crying out loud they're still going to contend for an ACC uh, championship as, you know at the end of the year so uh,
4: could, if, if we can't could like the Wolfpack or somebody can somebody go I'm so sick of seeing Clemson every year in the championship can we switch it up a little bit yeah, oh, Pitt's, Pitt will give them a run for their yeah, money
1: think,
3: too well Pitt's on the other side right right so, well
1: they can play I mean, each other right
3: it's it's Right, yeah, right. The, I mean, cross-over. right now the, the most important games are going to be NC State and Wake Forest, and then when Wake Forest plays Clemson. Uh, and when you look at our our schedule with Virginia Tech, Boston College, then a bye week, then at Louisville. I mean, these three games before you get to our last two, um, we definitely need to get some wins here. If we don't get two out of three here, then it's going to be tough as far as like a bowl game goes. But it's just it's it's tough to look at these last three games, three three-point losses and i mean that's that's what you're going to look at if we don't if we don't make a bowl game but do i think we're a bowl team absolutely as far as talent wise absolutely
4: zach I agree
1: zach don't be a stranger dude um we appreciate oh, yeah. you, you chiming in i always respect know, i
4: want to uh encourage other people too that listen to the podcast. this app is awesome i'm surprised it works good right how great all the audio and stuff is you know i'm actually yeah, I'm kind of nervous now because my favorite thing is to get my cup of coffee in the morning and listen to it in the morning. But I'm kind of getting addicted to listening to you guys in real time.
1: Yeah, that's why we only do fan <laughs> feedback. So all of the all of our thoughts, the coach montage, that's not that's never going to go live. And that's why, because I don't want people just listening <laughs> live and then uh, not less checking out the show. So, yeah. uh, mm. anyways,
4: well, well if if, uh, if anyone if anyone else wants to do a do it like me and and let them know, let you guys know beforehand, don't just butt in on a. Mid conversation. That's what I was trying to avoid.
1: Yeah, and, and when you when you when I accept your accept you to speak, you have to unmute yourself, right? There's a mic. Yeah, you gotta hit the mic, unmute it. yourself. Okay. All right, Zach. Yeah,
4: you take that care, buddy. Right now, Zach. Hey, thank you guys. Keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. No matter how hard it gets, you know. I think. Uh, Doesn't I think, it get. I think we might have some fun here in a few years. I, I really think. I really want. This town is a. a, a I call it the, the football program, a powder keg waiting to go off. If we could just string together a couple seasons, I mean, that place will be jamming. I'm, I will. know it. I... You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a good one. All right.
1: All right, Zach. Thanks a lot, buddy. Hey, Talk Zach, to you later. Thanks, bud. Well, it doesn't get much harder than one in 10, right? We did that last year.
3: so uh... I couldn't I couldn't live through another one through 10. <laughs> 10. No. Nope.
1: Anyways, good to hear from Zach Adam from Facebook. I don't think it's on Dino, just my opinion. People always do this unless we're winning. We are a good team, just losing by a field goal. We should be 6-1 and one easy. I mean, dude, you can make a case for 6-1 and one and say, you know, the Rutgers game was 10 points. We've lost four games by a total of 19 points. I mean, you take out that Rutgers loss, and we've lost the last three games by less than we lost that Rutgers game.
3: So Nah, and, and who's to say at this point if we just... If we would if Schrader would have been a starter by that point. Or if we would already just well, yeah, started who knows? The, the season like that, who knows how that game would have went, right? Right. So.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Joe P <laughs> What? Joe P top fan on Facebook. By the way, Zach's a top fan too. So, uh, on Facebook. Awful coaching. Time management is not Dino's strong suit for sure. Schrader made some bad decisions and got bailed out by the long touchdown by bad-blown coverage. Can't believe Schmidt missed. Third straight three-point loss. Kill me, please. Joe, it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Look, uh, you know, I don't think the coaching was terrible. It was a little questionable, but I don't think it was terrible. I think I think the play calling... I mean, it, it didn't. It, it wasn't glaringly bad to me. Um, with you know Schrader Shr- not doing the RPO stuff as much and just running Tucker, I don't. I, I I didn't have a ton to criticize. I didn't have a ton to criticize about the refs either. I thought the officiating was pretty yeah. decent. That's two weeks in a row. Pretty decent officiating, yeah. in my opinion. Right.
3: Yeah. No, and that's pretty. It's, it's yeah. It, it, I thought it was too. I mean, I thought they made the right plays. I, I recalls calls. They could have gotten into that whole. You know that hole of, of calling a whole bunch of pass interferences. But I think letting those guys play, um, physical, you know, I think it helped us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it sucks losing these three games, but you know, it's, what's even worse is getting crushed like we did last year and other things like that. So, um, like you said, I, I think it's going to be all right. And, and we really don't even know how, how hard it is for this offensive coordinator to call plays i mean think about it you have situations where possibly your most talented receivers don't even know the playbook you have uh receivers that are not on the same page as the quarterback right and then every once in a while you have a quarterback that's still trying to figure it out so it's easy to sit there and say oh well you know just call you know make it simplistic and, and call plays that work where you know you can get people in space but guess what that makes it too easy for clemson So if there were to be a game to where you were going to question the offensive play calling or or Schrader and the receivers were going to look just glaringly bad while also semi getting stuffed by the run as far as considering what we expect from Schrader from what we've seen, uh, Clemson was going to do it. And uh, again, I don't think there's a team on our roster – sorry, on our roster – on our schedule that – has a defense like that, so um, yeah, there's going to be better days for this point. offense. For That's sure. right,
1: and we're going to have to take the ones we we, we think are going to be close. Let's let's you know, Pitt just crushed Virginia Tech, just crushed them. I know it's mm-hmm. you know, is that Tech
3: though? Was it? I don't, I don't know what would have been better or worse. Yeah, it was that Yeah, I, I don't know what would have been better or worse.
1: Them winning that game and then us coming in there instead of us both coming in off of losses. Yeah, I know. I thought about that, too. So we'll just talk about yeah. that Tuesday. We'll talk about that Tuesday. Top yeah, yeah, fan yeah. Dominic. Dominic is currently in the green room, and he wants to hear us talk about his comment here. Maybe he can, maybe he can, well, let's see. He. This is what Dominic says. You're not going to believe this, Joe. You're not going to believe this. Hold on, let me see. Uh, our, our offensive coordinator, I think that probably will. our offensive coordinator is trash, and Dino needs to fire him. For the whole third quarter and most of the fourth quarter, he made Tucker invisible. If Dino sticks with Gilbert after this season, I'm going to be on the fired Dino train with mm. a paid ticket. I really can't grasp emotionally how we have lost the last three games on the final play and could possibly be six and one, or could you fathom seven and zero? Oh. I. I for I look. I thought he did good. I thought he did good. I do. I. I mean Ooh. Sterling Gilbert. I didn't think it was terrible. I mean,
3: uh, it's not that he did not that he did awful, right? It's that he. I think the biggest thing, and you know, even it's a situation where uh, Heather, my girlfriend, she's just she's like, how come? It's like they're always doing good in the first half, and then they come out in the second half, and they just they just suck it up. Like they just don't know what's going, you know, and I just, and I tried to explain it to her and, and I think it comes down to obviously, you know, the, the in-game adjustments, halftime adjustments. Um, they came in and they were going to take Garrett Schrader away from the beginning. And then when they saw that they could, that's Tucker did what he did. They said, okay, now we're just going to take him completely away. So I don't really think that Sterling Gilbert took him away as much as the Clemson defense was like, we're just going to make him pass. And, uh, That's uh, I think that's just it. I think that you just need to have a situation where you can adjust and call plays against that, except for the issue that Garrett Schrader said is we're in a situation where we have receivers that are young, don't know the full playbook, not on the same page as the quarterback, a quarterback that's still trying to, you know, get his passing down because I wouldn't say he's 100 percent, you know, pocket passer at all, you know. Um, so I think it's a combination of things, but realistically, I mean, I don't think it was Sterling Gilbert didn't stop to stop, stop trying to give Sean Tucker the ball as much as Clemson completely tried to take that away.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mahir on Facebook, he said, what's up, you orange blooded homers, man. That was just a tough loss. The refs honestly were terrible. Can't blame the last play on Dino. Either you go for it or trust Schmidt. And he did the latter. Didn't work. Still a fun group of guys to watch. I thought the rest were fine here, but.
3: I the wonder rest if you went to the game, though. Because to, to, Zach's, point, to yeah. Zach's point, it's uh, tough it to see. the same thing that we used you, to do. I got yeah. my, I got a buddy, Sabo. He goes to the game, and I used to always go to the games with him, right? And certain, you know, every call that goes against you, you're like, oh, and you don't get the replays. You don't get the discussion. Oh, they got the, 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 the big screen now,
1: but they don't get the discussion. Well, it takes away from it. Show.
3: Yeah, so, I know. So um, it's just a situation where even, you know, there's times during the game where, you know, Greg will text me and be like, what's going on? What happened? What's going on? Because, you know, though, this person was in, you know, why'd they take out DeVito? You know, was that really a late hit? You know, that kind of stuff, because you really can't see it um, when you're there. So, right. Um, yeah, I don't think the refs were that bad.
1: Uh, no, they weren't. And to your point, but I do I can't blame the last play on Dino. I agree with here. Also, either you go for a schmidt, He did the latter. It didn't work. Look, it didn't work. It was the call. That, I would. I heard a lot of people. You got. You got Sean Tucker. He he's only got to get one yard.
3: You know what we need, and you know, like I said before, it's time the machine small stuff. No, it's uh, yeah, yeah. You ain't lying there, McFly. <laughs> but I'm just saying that it's a situation where, like, it's there's a there's a situation where, like, both things could be true? could be true, At right? It time, could be a yeah. situation where. It didn't matter what Dino picked because it wasn't going to work one way or another, right? Where we need to get to is to have that confidence, or to be a point and to be where up we ahead to need to, be, to rely it, right? But exactly. it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't exactly, matter. we should be in a situation where Schmidt should be able to hit that field goal. But at the same time, if we wanted to go for it on fourth and one, that we could go get it and we could give Schmidt an easier kick. Both could be true, and we should we should be able to do that, right? It's the same thing with Wake Forest. We should have been able to line up and got that two point conversion and won the game. But we should still also be able to go into overtime and win that game, right? We can't make it an if or that or this or the, what the, was his choice. The, the problem because they is, could have either both been negative or both been positive.
1: the The problem is, Joe. To to your, I mean, you're exactly right. The problem is w- these 50-50 calls. We just they just haven't gone our way.
3: Just, so who says it's fifty fifty? Well, who no, I'm saying. Well, get you
1: work? got two choices, is what I'm saying. You get you right. either take the kick you either kick the field goal or you run the ball, try to get a first down. Okay. That's that's you you got two choices. 50, 50. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying the chances are 50, 50, but uh, they just haven't gone our way. So it's easy to sit here and criticize (laughs) that every time that he does something, he should have done the opposite.
3: Be- right, and it, but it's also naive to think that just if we would have done the, uh, the the opposite, that it would have definitely a hundred percent came to fruition. Did you think
1: going for the field goal forty-eight yards? He already fit, hit a forty-eight yarder. He's been a little shaky this year. Going for the field goal at the end of the game the to tie to go going overtime is that the right? Call
3: to me personally, yes, because okay. like, to my point, if the uh, if he does the ladder and they get stopped, then it's even worse.
1: All right, one more, one more, one more. Okay, and then we're out of here. We're already passing. We're already past our time. Jake on Facebook, QB isn't perfect, but there were a lot of drop passes out there. Yes, mm-hmm. Jake on Facebook. Yes, I do not know what it is going to take. Is it going to take Pena to go ahead and challenge one of these guys for their spot? Because for I mean, let me, I, I have said twice that he's caught three passes all year. Let's let's just real quick, let's take a look. He hasn't
3: had a lot, and to be perfectly honest, he ain't going to be the, the wide receiver one. You know, he's going to go in as a slot he's, receiver. He's just, not, right. But it's like, are Two, you going to put him in a position to be able to get the ball, right? Can we put him in the slot and have him go in motion and take those jet sweeps and take some of these other things and put him in a position to catch a ball or ha- get a handoff in well, and make should, a play?
1: He should at least get a shot in practice to see what he can do. By the way, that was his second catch of the, of the year.
3: So, mm-hmm.
1: um, and the other one must not have been much at all, by the way. So, uh, well, yeah. I can tell you, hold on a second.
3: A lot of that stuff is confidence, man. You start getting seven yards. The ball, His first confidence. Yeah, exactly. And he's
1: obviously talented. You know, right?
3: they all are. Yeah. If you got a division one scholarship to the ACC, you're talented. It's just right. put but, yourself in a position and don't get starstruck because you're playing Clemson and nut up and go and play football. Um, they've all we watched their highlight tapes. They did it in high school. They've got it there. It's just getting the confidence. Um and and that's really just it. That's why I said it to me. It's open. It's open. So it was nice to it see is. Sherrod Johnson catch some balls later in the game. Um, it, he It's just it has to get better with the continuity between the receivers and the quarterback. Otherwise, the passing game is going to kind of just look like this um, for the rest of the season.
1: You got to learn each other. And you got to learn what to do. These guys got to learn how to uh, when gear traders is scrambling around looking for something. He's excellent when he's rolling out. When he's doing that, yep. these guys got to find a way to get open.
3: That's when the waiting positive. For. Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the things. Is again, you don't even need to get open off of the straight off of your your first route with this guy. Right. Like you do your first route, you look back, you see him scrambling. Now you get a chance to just completely break off from your guy and go find an open space. And the, and, I, and I hate that because I'm not at the game. And those are the things that you can see at the game that you can't see when the camera's only following the quarterback. You don't see what's going on in the secondary. Yeah. It's and that's one of the things that I miss about being able to go to the games and see because really I can only speculate based upon what people are saying and everything like that. But, um, it's getting better. And Clemson's personnel on defense is ridiculous to Zach's point. They have plenty of players that are going to be on the NFL. And the good thing is, is our last five games. None of those teams have defensive personnel. That's going to be able to stop both Schrader and Sean Tucker without completely just going man to man, like wide open, no safeties up top. Yeah. So,
1: okay. We're over. We're over our allotted time, Joe. That's going to do it.
3: Sorry, man. I didn't know we had a lot of time. I forgot you had a curfew or a <laughs> bedtime. My bad. I
1: do have a bedtime. Five o'clock comes early. I do mm-hmm. have a bedtime. I look forward to this all day. Lounging around, watching the crappy NFL, wishing college football was on, waiting, <laughs> waiting for Joe to, to, to come available to do this. Look, I had a
3: busy day. Look. I did a lot of, I I did a didn't, lot of stuff. I've been I,
1: waiting to do this show all day, and you'd think I'd be more prepared. That's unfortunate. That's I know. That's
3: kind of what I thought.
1: I exactly. I mean, everybody.
3: Everybody. You said the loud part out. You, you said, you the, said loud the quiet part. Out part out loud no, now.
1: I said the quiet part out loud, Joe. That's yeah, how they <laughs> Sorry.
3: It would have. Been,
1: it would have been a better burn if you got it right. That's okay though. Yeah, it's true. Okay, I get yeah.
3: If ifs if, and buts for Canyon, that's.
1: We'd all have a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Look, we appreciate all of you for joining us. Yes, sir. Uh, look. It is time to turn this ship around. This ship, ship, ship. Turn it around. It's time. (laughs) We'll talk to you Tuesday. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're
0: out of here. Peace.